0: So, uh, is there a dumb TV show that you tried and then you dropped real quick? 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainor. Hi. Hi. Uh, Bradley had an incident where he uh, tried to watch a couple Ugh. different TV shows. Right. And then you were like, so deuces, hard. no can do.
1: Yeah, one big old flaming deuce. Oh, Um, so last night we were on our couch, Jamie and I, and uh, doing the thing, watching TV. Um, And uh, we actually watched a couple shows, both of which were kind of buzzards, um, buzz kills. I I wouldn't even call them dumb shows. The first one specifically um, is actually really good. It just in this moment, we watched an episode. It's called The Midwife. I'm just oh, going to put it out there. yeah,
0: you liked that show. Right?
1: Like, I watched it the first season roughly years ago, because I think we're into like eight seasons now. I don't even know. It's a lot of seasons. Um, and um, here's the thing. It's not a bad show, but it's just not a show we would watch together. Mm-hmm. It's very slow and very just slow. So, and like
0: intense too, right? Like Well,
1: there's moments of intensity because you'll remember that's where I learned how to diagnose preeclampsia.
0: Right, which is so impressive. Bradley swollen has, ankles. Bradley has so many talents and one of them is diagnosing preeclampsia.
1: Swollen ankles. And then if you give me a urine sample, I can... you uh, luck. I, <laughs> there you go. I can uh, get a match, light a uh, flame and test the proteins in your urine oh. to see if you have How exciting is that? However, um, we watched the first episode and we both just looked at each other at the end like, Mm -mm. oh my God, I am going to fall asleep if we watch the rest of this. So then we were like going through the Netflix and the way we decide to watch things is very unique. And I'm sure at your house there's a certain pattern or a certain like formula that happens, like what's acceptable for both of you to watch. And there has to be in our home some sort of like outside uh, encouragement like somebody at work had to tell Jamie they should watch X, right? And somebody had told him, Call the Midwife. Oh, and I was like, Well, okay, I watched a number of episodes, let's try it. Not his cup of tea, no. So then <laughs> I had heard about Outlander. Have you ever heard oh, of Outlander? Yeah,
0: vaguely. Is that like a time traveling one? Yes, it's okay, sexy.
1: It's a sexy, sexy time traveler. Travel. Okay, fun. And it's available on Netflix, and it's about this woman, and I think it's based on a book about this woman. Oh,
0: you're going to say a true story?
1: <laughs> it's based on a true story.
0: It's based on a true story. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, funny. Sexy time travel.
1: Sexy time travel. Little known fact actually happened. <laughs> no, it's about this woman from like World War One. She's a nurse after World War, uh, or excuse me, World War Two. After World War Two, um, she and her husband are going on vacation to like the Scottish Highlands, and then she like takes she. Touches a rune stone and falls and then wakes up in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so like not anything we would watch. Right. Cause it's like sexy time travel. <laughs> and I love time travel, but I don't wanna, you know I, I mean, don't care about time breasts.
0: Travel. Okay. Well, so and, there's that.
1: And the people flopping on each other and then doing the thing where like they go back in time. And they're like, we're old timey people. <laughs> like, so it was just very, dis- it, d- it didn't work for us. It didn't work. So after two hours, we sat on the couch like, oh, oh man. So I think we're probably gonna, uh, you know, pick up something else. I, that feels
0: like a waste. I kind of want to watch that right?
1: Ozark. Cause didn't you watch Ozark?
0: <gasps> Ozark is pretty good. I, is now it good? I'm afraid to tell you, like, I'm afraid to oversell it. Because you've already gotten advice from others that... Here's the thing with Ozark. I'll just give it to you straight. How about that? Yeah. It's dark. It's a dark show. Yeah. There is a lot of intensity and darkness. So it's good. But does it pay off? Because uh, hmm. I'm all
1: for thrillers, you know, if there's a little violence.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I yes, I think it does pay off. I mean, there's there's a reason why people who watch it are obsessed with it. Okay. um, It is a good show. I, I'm afraid, though. Now I'm scared because I don't what I don't want for you to do is go down a road that you're going to wish you didn't go down and be now three in the hole.
1: No, it's fine. Of the I mean, shows
0: that you can't, you know, that you don't want to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to match make you with something. But I've but we've had this experience, too, where we've you know, but why not? I don't know. It the criteria. I don't know if this meets the criteria, but have you tried McMillions? That's an interesting show.
1: Yeah, that's um, definitely one on my list. We've not okay. watched that. That would be one I think we could sit down and watch. Um, it's the it's the dramatic series that are more difficult. I think for us to land on the yeah, right one.
0: I don't disagree with you. I find those to be really difficult at our house too. Like the things that Matt is into are not always the things I'm into. Yeah. And so you got to like and I
1: and I do want to go back and say I love Call the Midwife and I was getting emotional last night again watching the same episode I've watched already. Um, But I just knew that like this is not a show that we will be able to watch together because he will literally be playing Candy Crush five minutes in.
0: Which that's a frustrating thing, too, if I can just say that as one who has a spouse who tends to spend time on his phone while we're trying to watch TV together, that bugs me
1: why does that bug me so much
0: Isn't it bugs it, me too Is it, that a thing uh that people be on that people be on their phones well, no, but, that, <laughs> but that you guys are both irritated by that yeah it it does bother me
1: because At the of, dinner table the two places that bother me well three but let's start with two the dinner table and the the couch when we're watching something together
0: right i think that that's why is because and like i will be doing something else i i, I found it very difficult in my advanced years I should say in present day to watch television and not do something else at the same time. I, I feel like I need to ha- be occupied by two things at the same time. But what I usually do is needlework.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but, but there are, but, but the difference is there are times when you want to have a joint experience. Yeah. And I'm always like, Hey, look, I have 50 other things I'd rather be watching right now. Yeah. Not rather be watching. That makes it sound a little douchey, but Um, There are other things I would be watching right now if we weren't doing this together. So let's do the thing together with our attention. Right. Um, But I, I also understand the minute you pick up your phone, you're gone for 10 minutes. Well,
0: and that's the other thing is, so this is the other piece of the phone use is that I don't know what's going on on that little screen, right? So I don't know if you are playing a game. He's usually not, my husband doesn't usually play games, but like, I don't know if you're playing a game or if you're texting somebody else or if you're responding to emails, but all of that says, to me that there's somebody else that you'd rather be giving that attention well,
1: to also can we just say like i know this from per- pers- personal experience firsthand experience if i'm looking at my phone while i'm watching a show i'm missing the show the whole thing yeah. and then
0: i what i don't want is that oh
1: gosh this really kind of turned into a cathartic yeah sorry you. it's guys. fine whatever it people,
0: i'm sure people relate i asked but, yeah i don't want to get to the place then where the other person okay it's my husband who says to me, "Oh, what just happened?" Or what I yeah, missed that you're thing. Like, Well, you
1: would know. Yeah, like if you'd been watching. And then we have that
0: passive-aggressive thing where I just go, "I'm not going to tell you." That doesn't. Wow, that's you are fun. letting
1: us in. Thank you. Okay, you're mm-hmm. welcome. I know I'm not alone now because we we literally it's it's that unique. I, I don't want to say relationship thing, but when there's two people, I'm sure if you have a roommate or something, it's the same. When you're trying to do something together, you you know you trying to find a series that you can sit down and watch together is not necessarily an easy task. No, it's not. Because there are other series that I'm behind on. Like, there's this one beautiful wonderful show called Babylon Berlin but it's it's in German and there's subtitles and we're not doing that together, yeah no right that
0: doesn't sound like anything that I would be interested in
1: so maybe Ozark he's already watched the Tiger King so we're not doing that together
0: I don't know that you'd like Tiger King now that I think about it I think no. a lot of people think you probably would but the animal piece I don't think you'd get down with
1: Alright, that was fun. Okay. Um, so I'll let you know what could, happens tonight because yeah. we'll try some more.
0: All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, this something really interesting that some of the big box retail stores are doing in Vermont. Wondering if maybe it's coming our way. Listen up, we'll tell you what it is after this on my talk one oh seven one. Holly, if you were dancing to that song. That's some Ed Sheeran and Kabila Cabela for you. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. I actually don't hate that song, it turns out. Oh. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. Bradley, uh, what are we talking about?
1: We're talking. We're talking about stuff. No, actually. <laughs> So I saw this headline about how Costco and Target stores are going to be selling essential only items in the state of Vermont. Only essential items, not essential only. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Um, so I was like, wait, tell me more. What? Apparently, um, Vermont is doing something different. They're taking precautions one step further than, you know, changing store hours and, the, you know, allowing a certain only a certain number of people in to the store, like Costco has done this, right? Like you can't bring your whole family with you. Mm -hmm. Apparently last week, uh, Vermont's agency of commerce and community development released an order that large um, big box retailers that generate a lot of significant shopping traffic by virtue of their size um, will have to help further limit the spread By allowing only essential items and necessary supplies like food and uh, medicine to be available in stores. Meaning that other things that are deemed non-essential, like beauty and clothing, should no longer be available in those stores. Now... Go ahead. Oh, um, they also said that those items will continue to be available for purchase online and curbside pickup might also be available at some of those stores. But when you walk into those stores, they want you to only be able to buy um, what are deemed essential. Um,
0: um, yeah, items. goods and items. Yeah. And and part of the reason, obviously, is because people are lollygagging in the aisles. They're looking for stuff when you're not supposed to be doing that.
1: Yeah, so the and and they said um the secretary of uh that particular agency said this volume of traffic significantly increases the risk of further spread of the dangerous virus to Vermonters and the viability of Vermont's healthcare system.
0: Okay, so you know what's really interesting about that is um I in the interest of full disclosure, I have not been to a big box retailer in a month.
1: Yeah.
0: I think So I don't know what is going on here at those places. Do you?
1: Uh, No, I have not been to... I think the last time I went to a big box is when we... Right before we shut everything down, it was the day we got back from Atlanta. I think I went to Target and got groceries.
0: And were people browsing then? Do you Um, remember?
1: Actually, now that I think about it, it might have been the end of that week. But anyway, regardless, um, that was... uh, It was there were a lot of people and there were a lot of things out of stock.
0: So that's the thing that I'm curious about having not been in that situation. I can't really speak to it about whether or not locally people are kind of still wandering around browsing. I can imagine that that is a tempting behavior, right? Well,
1: yeah. And I think this is why I wonder if this is going to start coming here. Now it probably will depend on how the virus continues to spread in our state. And um, you know, we're kind of just in a a place day to day now where we're not quite sure where we're headed, but we're hoping we're going in the right direction. But you could see a scenario where, um, you know, over the course of the next several weeks or months, um, some stores voluntarily do stuff like this to limit the amount of time people are spending in the store. And I've thought this like repeatedly, like I know these things are deemed essential because we need to get food, but does everybody need to get, um, you know, like I don't know, pick something, because I'm going to say something, and then people are going to be like, well, that's essential, right. and here's why. Lamps. Lamps. Like, yeah. does everyone need a lamp right now? Um, yeah.
0: Like, I know that you're all cleaning out your homes, but do you really need to go to the hearth and home section? Like
1: silk floral arrangements. Uh, yeah, exactly. Decorative
0: pillows. Yeah. yeah.
1: And again, I'm not trying to put people out of work. I'm not trying to be unnecessarily strict, but I do think that it's, it's interesting to me that you have one state in particular saying, look... You're just increasing numbers by putting this many people together. So here's one clever and creative way that you can lower the risk for people, right. and people are still able to get the actual uh, essential items that you know they need to survive, and they can
0: just be delivered to their doorstep. I, you know, it's interesting. So uh, can I just give a shout out? Whenever I give a shout out to a group, I feel bad because. I don't want people to think we're not recognizing all of the people who are doing essential services that are not easy or comfortable in this time, right? So, of course, of course, we are, um, you know, giving all of our love and and affection to uh, the the people who are on the front lines. But w- the one group that I really want to appreciate right now is the people who are doing grocery delivery.
1: Oh yeah, um, that is a that is a very very <sighs> trying job, job in right this now moment.
0: Exactly. So last night I had a moment with, uh, well, I had a moment with our shipped shopper, but I did have a moment with, with him because he was, we were texting back and forth, um, as he was telling me what was available on shelves and what wasn't. And he was taking pictures of things. And I just, I, I in that moment thought, I just want to express my extreme gratitude for you because you are doing the thing that I won't do right now. Right. I mean, this guy was out at the grocery store and he said, this might take me a long time because of overcrowding right now and uh, things being, you know, off the shelves, but just be patient. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have patience for days. The fact that you were able to even pick up my order on a whim like this, I, it, it is remarkable. And so well, just like my heartfelt thanks to those groups of people who are working, um, and doing things that you know i'm not doing because i was told not to
1: yeah well (laughs) and and at the end of the day i mean of course you know they're helping people like us who uh are are mobile right right we are still going to work but there are a lot of people who can't Mm
0: -hmm. and so
1: they're making it possible for those people who are truly housebound to have the things that they they need to get through a day
0: yeah so, big ups to all those people. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that update, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainor. Hi. And uh, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about. We call them crazy, stupid Da-da. idiots.
1: Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present, CSI.
0: It stands for crazy stupid idiots.
1: It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in a state of
0: Florida. Ta-da.
1: But mostly Florida.
0: But we're going to start in Chicago. This is just a weird story uh, about the way that a string of burglaries, uh, the case of a string of burglaries, was cracked. Are you ready? Yeah,
1: crack that case.
0: Okay. We're going to start with a a place called Midwest Coast Brewing Company in Chicago. Okay, hi. This particular establishment has been hit with three burglaries in the past month. Now, it was uh, a moment when the cops were responding to one of the burglaries. In fact, the third burglary of that establishment that they were able to crack another case in the weirdest way. Okay. It went like this. The cops were investigating and the guy who owns it, his name is Cameron, Cameron Compton and his wife were in the midst of making the report when the wife kind of offhandedly in a joking manner said they even took our gummy bears. Well, one of the cops ran to the evidence room of the, uh, police station. Okay. Okay and he returned with an empty 5 pounds bag of gummy bears from the Albanese candy factory
1: oh those are good gummy bears are they yeah you can gu- you can buy the alban albanese candy, candy factory brand like in stores Locally,
0: oh, thank you, Bradley, (laughs) for that
1: endorsement. I know my candy of
0: the Albanese Candy Factory's gummy bears. Um, But that cop who'd gone and found that empty five-pound bag of gummy bears said, "Were these the gummy bears?" And they were like, "Those were our gummy bears." Turns out, the cops had found another had found had busted another cup a couple breaking into another business that was near the brewery. And the guy was just powering down those very gummy bears when the cops showed up. Oh! So then the cops were able to arrest 55-year-old Terrence Cole of Chicago for the brewery break-ins, all because of... of a five-pound
1: bag of, of gummy, gummy bears. bears. Actually, you can get them at holiday stations. Oh, look at that. stations. Yeah. Five
0: pounds. That's a lot of Maybe, gummy bears. I don't think
1: you can get the five-pound bag, but you can get... I mean, like, that's bags. extreme,
0: man. When you got five pounds of gummy bears... I
1: just... You got, you're doing stuff. Do you remember when those things started being available? Like the bags of candy that were absurdly large? Why don't I tell you what I remember
0: about gummy bears? And I think about this every single time I see gummy bears. Do you remember in the like, I'm going to say nineties, the big, like at the time, now we talk about carbs, right? All the time and macros, Carbs. low fat at the time it was low fat, right?
1: Licorice. I ate a lot of licorice in the. Licorice 80s.
0: and gummy bears. Yeah. I never will forget that. That was all
1: the talk. Pretzels and licorice. Yes. Dots. Pretzels, oh God! I licorice, eat a box of dots. Gummy
0: bears. Dots. And
1: I'm not kidding. Every day I would eat a bag of or a box of dots, and not a small box of dots like the value size. And I thought I was being healthy.
0: Isn't that hilarious? Because yeah. I remember thinking the same thing about gummy bears. I would sit there with my dancer friends, and we'd be like, "These are fat-free."
1: Yeah, that's totally fat. Fairy.
0: And we'd power down gummy bears like it was our job. I mean, if only I would have been powering down salads like that. I wasn't.
1: Nobody ever uh, does. Nobody ever inhales a salad. No. Although that's true. I nah. do like a good salad.
0: Um oh I can't even it's I was like to give you, you my get... best my best salad recommendations.
1: What's your best salad? Y'all recipe?
0: if you haven't been to Crisp and Green get there. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I just like
1: to make my own salads from organic ingredients that oh. are produced locally. Okay. I'm kidding, but I do love making a good spinach salad. You know what's my favorite lately? I can't wait to hear. You put an apple in it.
0: Oh, isn't that the best? Onion
1: and maybe some pecans. Yes. Oh, Mm. oh, it's so Mm -hmm. delightful. Make a little vinaigrette. Just splash that on there.
0: Well, thanks, 1997. Really appreciate your salad recipe. Salad chat with Colleen and Bradley.
1: Niçoise. Oh boy. You want a salad Niçoise? That is a good salad, though. It's not bad, especially with the egg. No.
0: All right. So anyway, that's my story. Gummy bears.
1: <laughs> what do you got, trainer? Um, Spaghetti. Oh, no. Oh, I want to take you to Florida. And Seems I want it's
0: appropriate. T-
1: right. I want to tell you about Miranda. Miranda is 30. Oh, I'm sorry. Her name is Shady Miranda.
0: Oh, are you serious? Her name is Shady well, Miranda. Well, it's probably
1: Shaday or oh, okay. sh- Shaddy. A- sh- careful. Careful. <laughs> careful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Shady Miranda. <laughs> let's just call her... I
0: don't, no, I want to call her Shady Miranda. I
1: feel bad now because that's not Shady her name.
0: Miranda. Shad. Yeah. We'll just
1: call her Shad. Okay. okay, so Shad is 30 years old, and she was sharing a room with a victim oh, <laughs> at the Travel Inn, who shall become clear later, at the Travel Inn Motel in Fort Pierce, Florida. Now, apparently, um, Shad is facing felony domestic battery charges... <laughs> After clobbering this victim with uh, something I've already mentioned, Her. that is not usual.
0: Okay, I I think I forgot what the remember
1: I said spaghetti. Oh no! Oh yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah. Oh, a she can beat of spaghettios. This man,
1: upside the head with a can of spaghettios, which left the victim with a large gash on his head. Oof. Now apparently, this all had to do uh, after a verbal a virgil argument <laughs> ensued. A, virgil, a verbal. It's only Tuesday. If you have Friday <laughs> mouth already, we're screwed. I don't know. I have. I don't know what day it is. Mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, a verbal argument ensued, and apparently, um, the guy was like trying to de-escalate the thing um, by getting his stuff and like leaving the room. But that's um, that's when Miranda did not take to the situation very well and pulled out a can of SpaghettiOs that was in a plastic bag and then whacked the dude upside the head. Now, by the way, it was a 15.66 ounce can of SpaghettiOs. Oof. That is not that's small. That's a
0: big SpaghettiO okay- can. That's like family right? size.
1: Yeah. Um, she did get arrested for striking the victim with a can of SpaghettiOs. And I just I I love that two adults were in a motel room with a can with of spaghetti. A can of spaghetti, a big can of
0: spaghettios.
1: You still buy spaghettios? No,
0: I haven't bought sp- Actually, I had a question about spaghettios that I wanted to take your temp on over here. Sure. Spaghettios. Mm-hmm. Are they a meal or are they a side?
1: Oh, well, when I was a kid, you'd put some uh, if there's a wiener in it, like a frank, a hot dog. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. If you put a hot... thank
0: you, thank you for your extra <laughs> well. I wanted to be clear. You never
1: know based on this segment. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, if you put a ballpark frank,
0: a meat source, a
1: meat source. Yeah. Then to me, it's a meal. If it's just by itself, I don't know. Well, you I don't have to think get that... the can with the
0: balls in it.
1: Yeah, the meatballs. Yeah, mm-hmm. those uh-huh. are good.
0: thank you, Bradley. Also for clarifying. Yeah, well, what I didn't want specific to balls. You were just talking about. Thanks, Brad. Also. Sp- back to our previous discussion about the gummy bears, yeah. I also remember Spaghettios being regarded as health food at a time in my life because oh, it had sure. tomatoes in it. Yep, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and because it was like low calorie.
1: Do you know, what my favorite fat. <laughs> My favorite canned pasta meal. That is weird.
0: What is your favorite canned pasta meal, Bradley? Let's go around the horn with that one.
1: Ravioli. Raviolios? No, just ravioli.
0: Like Chef Boyardee?
1: Because raviolios are just SpaghettiOs by a different brand, right? No, I think those are Chef Boyardee. That's what I'm saying. It's a different brand?
0: Well... (laughs) <laughs> SpaghettiOs aren't Chef Boyardee; they're Franco-American yeah. or something. Like oh, that. Yeah, I'm saying I yeah. think the
1: two are the same thing, different brand. But anyway, yeah. my okay. point is: All right. raviolios, raviolis—the little pockets of ravioli with the meat in it. Those were my favorite. Quick
0: question about that:
1: what was? Your I want to stick
0: with that. When was the last time you actually had those?
1: A thousand years ago.
0: Because I guarantee you. In fact, actually, if we could get our hands on some, I would want to do this for cheat day. Sure. Have you try them to see if you do still. Think they're you the, know, oh.
1: the I can tell you very distinctly the like the era that I last had them in because I did make the transition with canned pasta um, <laughs> to the plastic microwave container.
0: Oh sure, yes. Remember of when it made the
1: it, it, jumped it jumped yes right from the can to <laughs> the microwave single serve where you could get chicken noodle soup. Yes, you could get um, mm-hmm. a variety mm-hmm. of pasta dishes. <laughs> And even oh, wait for it! My favorite canned food item, hash.
0: Oh, okay. I can't say I've ever done canned hash.
1: Oh, don't. Well, then you even haven't get me
0: lived. Dinty more, though. What is canned hash? What's that like? What? I'm again. I haven't had it. Well,
1: okay. Truth be told, and I'm sorry to take our crazy, stupid. Idiot I don't know. I think this is rails. just as
0: dumb as the segment.
1: Um, hash smells like dog food. Fun, but it tastes like heaven a friend oh, oh. <laughs> i meant to say
0: Alrighty. i
1: meant to say it's it's, it's a it's
0: <laughs> like in a hannibal Lecter way or <laughs> how are we talking
1: i mean it is a mystery meat experience <laughs> But you put a nice fried egg on top. Ooh, Oof, it's That good. sounds kind of nice. That's college food. Th- those are all college food experiences. Oh,
0: I'm talking about bagged ramen. That was my yeah, deal. For sure. Well, here's that- an idea. Yeah, do tell. Since we're on the topic, I'm over at Chef Boyardee. Mm, thank
1: they- you. Com. Can you order things?
0: No. Oh. However, <laughs> they have Chef Boyardee throwback recipe Ooh. in a can. So Bradley could try... The old school recipe of beef ravioli, and compare it. Okay, that is exciting. To the one now, that's what I want because I I guarantee you I know that in your memory you're like oh yeah it's like when you did because we all did this at some point when you were like oh toaster strudels were the bomb yeah and then so you got yourself some toaster strudels to have that like memory moment and you put that in your mouth and you were like Mm-mm, nope nope not doing it not having it I think that the same thing I. And I, I'm sad about it because I,
1: I don't want to break your heart. Oh, God. I'm no, I, I totally. We've all had that experience, right. right? Because we've done it several times on, on um, cheat day Friday where mm-hmm. we have something that we had fond memories of. And it's because our palates have evolved. Yes. Um, but, you know, uh, well, you know, let's, game. See. let's we'll see, see if we can get our hands on one all of right. those.
0: Those might be. uh short on shelves but we'll we'll give it a shot all right this is the colleen and bradley show when we come back we are going to play a little game that game is called the throwback live, live. we'll do that after this on my talk 1071.
1: have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply you can start getting paid right away and work close to home applying is easy you don't even need an interview.